Hello and welcome to XM Cinema. I'm your host, Xavier Mustafa, and today we're going to be recapping MTV's The Challenge, Total Madness, Season 35, Episode 15, entitled Crash Into Me. Before we get into the podcast, though, wherever you're listening to this, go ahead and hit that subscribe button for me, and also follow me on my social media at XM Cinema on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter. So last episode ended with, uh, it was... Bailey and Kyle getting their red skulls, sending Josh and uh, got the girl that Bailey went against, but sending them both home and everybody thinking that they're about to go and do the final until TJ Lavin says, all right, see you guys later. And they're like, oh man, we're going to have another challenge, at least one more. Uh, so you start out with, you know, bananas contemplating like, you know what? I need to get into this tribunal because Bananas understands that now it's time to stack the final in your favor. You want to get people there that you know you can beat. So, uh, so he has a, I think he talks about with Fessy about that. Um, then you get a scene between Nelson and Corey. They're talking to each other and Nelson is basically saying, you know, Hey, I'm trying to push myself as hard as I ever have because I, I, I want to be in this final. I want to win this final. And Corey's like, you know, talked about, you know, his, his little girl, his girlfriend, and then she, she's pregnant again. Like he's, he's ready to go down in this final. He wants to win, you know, the money. So you kind of get a touchy moment with them too, talking about their goals. Um, then the alarm goes off and it's time for the challenge. Uh, this particular challenge is called Crash Course, and basically what it is is all the players are standing on top of a, a tower of barrels, so to speak. So everybody has their own little tower of barrels that they're standing on. They're also harnessed to an apparatus um, that is going across the entire field there. So the way it works is that you get into a little stunt car, and you drive as fast as you can, and then you hit the emergency brake which will, I guess will cause you to spin out of control and then you would bump into the barrels. And your job is to knock as many barrels down as possible and get them the furthest because if you knock the same number of barrels as your opponent does, it's going to come down to who did it the furthest. So we start out with Rogan. Rogan knocks out 18. Casey follows up with 18 of her own. Johnny Banana comes and crushes it and does 25. Kyle does zero because he's, <laughs> the car completely stops before he hits any barrels. So that was a good laughing moment. Uh, Jenny gets 12. D gets 6. Melissa, 12. Corey, 21. Nelson gets zero, but that's because he spun and ended up like, he totally missed all the barrels, but I mean, at least he was in a trajectory trajectory that he could actually possibly hit something whereas Kyle's Kyle was nowhere near it uh Fessy hits 21 Bailey hits 18 so Johnny Bananas is hands down the winner for the male and then for the female you had a tie between Casey and Bailey but Casey shot hers further so she ends up being the winner for that so Casey is of course in alliance with Fessy so she wants to take Fessy into the tribunal however Banana talks her into bringing Kyle. The reason why he wanted to bring in Kyle is so that Kyle can't get nominated. And I think, one, because they're in the lines together, and two, because Kyle's a weak player. You want to keep your weak players with you in the final so that you can win the final, hopefully, unchallenged. So that's why that happened. 
So back at the house, you already got Fessy um, trying to make a deal with Bananas and Kyle to not pick him to be interrogated. Jenny comes into the room and her, Melissa, and Fessy start whispering with Bananas about Kyle and how they're going to make Rogan the house vote. Jenny promises Nelson that she's not saying his name or Corey's name. And basically she's doing this because she knows that she's in hot water with Corey. Uh, for, I think she left him hanging twice uh, so far this season after Corey helped her out in the beginning of the season. So, <laughs> Nelson. Nelson is funny to me. He, like, the next scene goes and tells Rogan and Corey what was said by Jenny and Melissa. And that they're planning to... Um, and they're worried about being thrown in for the female elimination. Rogan makes a comment about how Jenny tried politicking for the first time in the game, and it failed. Rogan kicks off nominations when they get the nominations by making a speech about after last season, uh, he didn't see a single elimination, and he felt like a, you know, a P, a, the P word. And so this season, he vowed to face things head on. He said that he's not a P word and that he's a competitor and he nominates himself for the house vote. And I was like, okay. So he goes, puts his name on the board. So then Jenny kicks it off for the women and she votes for D and D who you actually get her saying something. She votes back at Jenny. So apparently they had some, some type of blow off. Now I know things were kind of boiling between them two because Rogan knew that D was going to throw Jenny under the bus as soon as she could. And I know Rogan had exposed that to her. But I know they were going to wait to actually, you know, to bring that up. They weren't going to bring it up early. Just kind of let D think that, you know, she's she's being the manipulative mastermind that she was at the point. Uh, but I'm assuming something probably happened that we did not get to see on TV. But, of course, you know, because of her Black Lives Matter uh, comment that she made, she is being totally... Uh, sandbag by MTV, so she is being edited to the point where you barely see her, you barely know she's there. Um, but this episode, you actually got a lot more D than uh, you would normally get. But I think you had to just because of a lot of the situations that was happening. Um, D was right there, so she kind of had to be a part of it. But I'm assuming something happened between her and Jenny these last couple episodes that we that happened off camera. So I think that's why they nominated each other. You have Melissa who votes for Bailey, and Bailey, in turn, votes for Melissa. So all the girls burn their votes on each other. Leaves it, leaves it to the guys. Well, Fessy votes for D. Corey, I don't want to say shockingly, but I, I didn't think he was going to nominate Jenny because he was kind of like, you know, Jenny, I hope we can have a clean slate after this. You know, I really thought you had my back, but I, I'm, I vote for you. And then Nelson, no surprise, votes for her as well. And then Rogan... Uh, starts talking to Jenny about the conversation that she had with Nelson and she was kind of like ah 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 and stuttering and you know her point was uh, God I don't think she even have a point oh her point was well they were already voting for you anyway dude so <laughs> which I get it I mean I don't know it's it's weird he sacrificed himself just knowing that he was going to go up anyway, but then he wants to give Jenny crap about it because, you know, he found out about Jenny's plan, even though they were in a alliance together. But uh, it is what it is. So you got Melissa. She didn't want to vote for D or Jenny and votes for Bailey, 
Bailey does the same. Jenny votes for D. D votes for Jenny. Fessy votes for D. Corey Nelson. Rogan all vote for Jenny after Rogan calls her out. Um, and after all of this happens, uh, Kyle points out to Melissa that Melissa's actually <laughs> the person who sent Jenny in, quote unquote, because she didn't want to say any of those two ladies' names because she has loyalty to them. But Kyle's thing was like, well, because you didn't vote for neither of them, you could have voted for D. D could have been the one to go down and you would have protected your alliance member. But again, Melissa was torn because she didn't want to, you know, nominate any of her friends, so she thought she was doing the right thing by burning her vote on Bailey. Uh, so she kind of got a little crap about that, but, you know, they, they they all worked it out. So we get to the tribunal. They decide that they're going to call in D, Bailey, Corey, and Nelson. Um, basically, not really much discussed in purgatory. You know, everybody came in like, hey, you know, it's only so many people left. Uh, you know, and everybody's like, yep, you know, I'm ready. If I got to go, you know, I got to go. That's basically how the conversations went. So then we get to purgatory. Now, actually, I'm going to take that back. Before we get to purgatory, we get a scene with Nelson... Uh, I think it was Nelson, Kyle, Bananas. I think there was somebody else in the room. And Nelson says, and I I have to say I was very, very shocked and kind of blown away by this gesture. He tells them to call him down. And he says because he wants to protect Corey, he wants to make sure that Corey gets a shot at the final because, you know, that's his best friend, and he has a daughter, and he has another daughter on the way, and he deserves to be there. So he basically sacrifices himself to protect Corey, which I thought was, was a stand-up job. So, um, Nelson, if, if you're listening to this, stand-up job, my friend. Like, I, I, I can say in my life that I know that there's a friend that I would do the same thing for and would do the same thing for me. And if you don't have a friend like that, you need to find you one. And they're out there. You know, I don't want to say that everybody's, you know, everybody's not, you know, terrible pieces of crap. But there, there are people out there that would make a sacrifice like that for you. Because at the end of the day, like, after the end of the day, the challenge is over. That's all you have left to go back on are those friendships and stuff that you built there. Or that you built, you know, outside of there. But that's what you have left. And I think... That's kind of the, been the theme of this show, really, because you got uh, Bananas and Wes, and they kind of form their bond, and you got these two, and they're forming their bond, and then you got some bonds that are broken, like, you know, KC and Bailey, but, you know, that's more so Bailey's fault than KC, but anyway, I digress. So, I don't know, maybe that's the theme this season. Um, so... We get, we get up, we get there, we realize that it's Hall Brawl, which is like... I don't want to say it's the kiss of death of, of, of the challenge, but it's definitely the the game that is probably the coolest to me out of all of them. So if you're not familiar with Hall Brawl, basically what it is is they make a hallway out of two big, huge glass panels, and each everybody starts on one end of it. Not everybody, but the two opponents, they start on either end of it, and then they have to run to the center, 
they basically always crash into each other, and then the object is to get past your opponent and ring your opponent's bell to be able to advance to the next round. So there's a total of three rounds, the best of the three win. So we got Nelson who gets nominated by everybody per his choice. And then for the girls, you get D nominated by everybody. So you got D versus Jenny. And then you got uh, Nelson versus Rogan. So first we'll start with D versus uh, Jenny. When I say Jenny mopped the floor with D, she about D didn't have a chance. Poor girl. I felt really felt bad for her because she took some hard, devastating hits. Uh, but she didn't last long. Jenny pretty 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 much almost just picked her up, put her on her shoulders, and then walked over to her bell and rang it. So she wins two in a row. D gets eliminated. Then we have Nelson versus Rogan. Now, there's not too many challenges that I get super, super hype about. But this one, I thought I was going to break things in my living room. Like, I was jumping up and down and was just so excited about it. Because these two guys, I mean, it was like it was like seeing, like, two elephants just, just battling each other. Like, these guys had, like, and, you know, Nelson's kind of a smaller guy compared to Rogan. But, I mean, he held his own. Like, it was no easy win for either one of them. And there came a part where... Um, Nelson actually had Rogan on his side and all he had to do was let go and the distance that he would have to run was a lot shorter than the distance Rogan would have to run to ring, you know, their opponent's bell. But he didn't. He held on to him a little bit too long. Rogan was able to work him back more so to his side. So when they actually did separate it for, from each other, you know, uh, Kyle was, or not Kyle, um, Rogan was able to hit his bell. The second one, Kyle, I mean, Kyle, why do I keep saying Kyle? Rogan um, actually tripped. He tripped as he was running. And so if, I don't know what it was, if he was spent or if he hurt his leg or something, but Nelson should have won that second round too. But for some reason, like he kept falling as he was trying to like, you know, run out of the hall and so Rogan ends up hitting the bell for the second time. It was crushing. It was heartbreaking. I mean, it was the end of a great bromance, if you, if you ask me. Um, but, yeah, he knows Nelson gets all the, the cool points. He gets all the respect, I think, um, for doing that for somebody that he considers a brother. Um, and I wish we could see more of that on TV. I wish in life more people will embrace Things like that, because there's so much, there's so much bad going on in the world, so much killing and hurting and and stuff like that. And we need to, especially on on television, they need to show more about people loving each other and being respectful of one another. I think to try to turn these up and coming generations around, because, um, yeah, that's what we need. So, but yeah, so then. Those two go home, and TJ Labin tells everybody to go ahead and pack because it's time for the final. Um, and so the little preview we get is that 
looks like they're going to be on like some mountaintops. So it's going to be a lot of snow and ice and uh, uncomfortable temperatures. And TJ Lavin had also apologized. And he said this is going to be the toughest final to date. Now, the last two challenges he said that, and he was right. So I i don't want to say I'm terrified, but I'm terrified for them, for whatever this final is going to be, because I don't recall that, you know, granted, I haven't watched all the seasons, but I don't remember them doing one in the cold. Usually it's always in excruciating heat. So, but in any event, I'm excited. That's the recap for this uh, episode, which is season 35, episode 15, entitled Crash Into Me. Again, make sure you hit that subscribe button for me wherever you're listening to this. And also make sure you follow me on my social medias at XM Cinema on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And until next time, make sure you take care of yourself and each other. <laughs>